Thanks for tuning in to the Movie Know-It-All podcast, part of the Know-It-All network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more, all for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. Welcome to the Movie Know It All podcast here on the Know It All Network. We are your hosts. I'm Will. And I'm Bob. And I fucking love toys, Will. <laughs> we are nerds, ladies and gentlemen, in case you haven't uh, haven't uh, noticed about what we talked about. We haven't caught on this, this far. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Bob and I are both connoisseurs of pop culture and, and um, you know, the history of pop culture. And we are also connoisseurs of of uh action figures and action Col- figure collecting collectors of sweet action figures sweet action figures bob more than <laughs> i because he collects action figures i collect more transformers but you know you got a lot of transformers i got they're, they're all in my background right here if you can see them like by the way i now. forgot to tell you i'm gonna just tell you right here on the show i found uh dinobot transformer an original uh that i want you to have i'm gonna give it to yeah you. dude like yeah, man. Like I found I found it when I was going through all my stuff at my mom's house, and I was like, really? "Holy shit!" Which you one know? is it? It's a little. It's a T Rex. Uh huh. I'm not sure which one it is, but like, it's an original, and it still right. has all uh, uh, silver and gold neck. Yeah, yeah. Rimlock. Boom. There you go. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one it is. I just know yeah, it's a dinosaur, Rimlock. and like it's so, still. It still has all its pieces, and I'm like, ah, I'm gonna give this to Will. Like, oh, dude, G1 Grimlock, man, one of my one of my grills that I never got as a kid. Um, I have, I have like three different versions of Grimlock right now in my collection. I do not have a G1, so that's gonna be put on my mantle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I figured. I was like, I feel like yeah. this will be on his shelf. Yeah, man. So uh, today's episode is very special because it's gonna combine two of uh, of our favorite things. <clears throat> excuse me which is movies and toys yes, um we're gonna go down real quick the rabbit hole of uh toys based on movies and man there is so much it's a deep rabbit hole it's a gentlemen. very deep rabbit hole we're not gonna get into everything we're just gonna go it's into the highlights humanly impossible <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean we could do like a five-part series but i'm really lazy yeah <laughs> You know, so. I, I remember yesterday when you were like, when you told me, because I know, I know we wanted to start this off by discussing um, toys based off of R-rated movies, which is just, yeah. it's not a thing you see anymore. R-rated movies no. are now are now specialty collectibles. Yeah, like you you can still get your R-rated movie toys, but they're they're NECA. Yeah, like they're all NECA. They're adult oriented, and they each cost at least twenty bucks. Right. <laughs> at the well, regular toys cost at least twenty bucks now. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> Which is such a kick to the nads, because like, 
I can remember being a kid and like whenever I managed to get my hands on five bucks, that was an action figure. Oh yeah. Like oh, I was, yeah, I was, man. I, whenever I had five whole dollars, I was like, I'm ready to go fucking buy a toy. $20 back in the day would buy you in a, a like, uh, a play set. Yeah. I was going to like say big, that. I was like, a, like a, a, and you could buy a bat cave for 20 bucks, you know? And so it, it was one of those things that was fucking so weird. Cause like back then, and I mean, even like now a lot, they, they still kind of do it. It's just not like, I, I'm going to say this. The one thing capitalism got right was action figures. Yeah, fucking yeah. Like I will give capitalism its venture of toys because holy shit. Like if you were a kid, there was a toy for you in the fucking eighties yeah. and nineties, like big time. Like it was just one of those things that if there was a movie, there was very likely an action figure line. Well, see, like, and you know who we have to thank for all this. Who's that? The man that we have to thank. There's one man who mm -hmm. had the vision to understand that merchandising was as important as the movie itself. And, who and that, that my and that my friends was George Lucas. Ah, that makes okay? sense. So here's that the deal. Sense. Before 1977, <clears throat> before Star Wars, companies never marketed movies to children through toys okay right. you had toys uh based on like superheroes like Vigo mm. and stuff yeah but yeah. when it came to to uh, uh merchandise based on movies it really wasn't there um george lucas when he was selling uh the story of star wars mm -hmm. he wanted to make a toy line out of it Which and no brilliant. no company he approached mattel he approached Hasbro. He approached some of the biggest toy companies in the in the country. None of them wanted anything to do with it. Can you except imagine for, that? Except for one company, Kenner. Yeah. God bless Kenner. Hindsight. <laughs> what do you think the hindsight is on 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 the situation? <laughs> I bet it's, it's a billion dollar hindsight. Mm -hmm. That's for damn sure. Like I I know that Lucas was one of those people that once he fucking. You know, they sold the rights to it. He was like, but I want to keep the rights to the to the the figures. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, help yourself. Yeah. Like the idiots just like 20th Century Fox was like, eh, hang on to it. We don't care. We don't want it. Like, really? Fascinating, morons. And like, <laughs> you've really got to think about the fact that and this and I know it sounds a little bit of an exaggeration. It's not. When I say that if you're in the background of a Star Wars movie, there's an action figure for you. There's an action figure, man. Like it is and it's, absolutely absurd. And it's so funny because they had such little faith in it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Kenner was a relatively small company. They had such yeah. little faith in it that when they they uh they basically like <clears throat> went down to the line with the production. Yeah. And it went so well when the mm -hmm. movie came out and the demand for the action figures was so high. That for Christmas of 1977, you could mm -hmm. not buy Star Wars figures. Instead, Oops. instead you had to buy uh, uh, like a cardboard cutout with the promise that as soon as the figures are ready, they'll send it to you. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really was that joke from from Jingle All the Way. Like, are you yeah. in the mind that I have a Turbo Man figure here in the studio? Yeah. 
<laughs> and you know what I said? Somebody will, you will get one eventually. Eventually, yeah. So like, that they really did that. Like they had to promise you that you could pay for it now, and as soon as mm-hmm. it comes in, we'll let you know. Yep. And like, now those are highly collectible nowadays. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because, like, remember I told you that I found a bunch of stuff there? I found my original Millennium Falcon, too. And, wow. like, it's missing it's missing some pieces, but, like, it's pretty complete. Just the shell alone, because the Millennium Falcon originally came with a bunch of pieces, like, came with, like, an elevator and guns, and then, like, yeah. didn't it come with, like, a Han Solo figure or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Came with like, just, there, there, are, there are some toys that, like, if you just have, like, the shell mm-hmm. of it, it's still worth money. Oh, I'm sure it's worth money. Like, um, not not. I was about to say Castle Grayskull, but that's that's not really worth a lot because it's been reissued so many times. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess I guess like the Technodrome. The Technodrome mm-hmm. is one of those. The Ninja Turtles Technodrome is one of those that it's worth quite a bit, even mm-hmm. if even if it doesn't have all its parts because because they're so easily lost. You know. I watched. Um... There's this wrestler that I'm a fan of. His name's Ethan Page, uh-huh. and uh, he go he does. Uh, I think he's he's recently like stopped. He has a few more to go, but he does uh, a weekly toy hunt. This is what he spends his disposable income on, like collecting action figures. And uh, he go whenever because you know as a wrestling company you tour, yeah, and you go from city to city to city. So he goes to like. Which is awesome for toy toy collectors. <laughs> yeah, and he, he he always goes to independent toy stores. Like to family-owned toy stores and stuff like that, and he went to this one place uh, where they had a Technodrome, and the guy wanted I think three thousand dollars for it because it was complete in box, Ooh. brand new. And Ethan Page wanted it, and he was like, "Like, but I I want to get that home and open it." And the guy's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! You're gonna open it?" <laughs> he's like, "Well, yeah," and he's like, "I don't know, I want to sell it to you if you're gonna open it." And he's like, "Why? I'm I'm gonna I'd give you the money for it." And like they cut a deal where he's like, "Look, dude, if if you ever decide to buy this and open it, you've got to do it here in the store. Like, I need to see it in all its glory before you take it home. Like, it's so weird wow. the attachment that we get to these toys sometimes. Like, it's a super bizarre thing. And I mean, imagine owning a toy store and having a, co- a collectible like that." And telling yourself, I'm not going to open it. I'm not going to play with it. I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm going to sell it. it. I could right? Like, I'm going to sell it at an absurd price so no one ever buys it. And then somebody comes in and wants to buy it. And it's like, well, I don't know if I want to sell it to you now. Like, you you put it in. And and I'll tell you one thing. It's not worth that much. But the fact that he put it that high shows that he didn't want to sell it. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, okay, yeah, it's not worth that much. But find one. Yeah. Like, find a complete Technodrome. Yeah. True. It may not be worth that much, but you're not going to find a complete one anywhere. You can find one with, <laughs> most, with most of its pieces, like open with its box and probably complete with all its stickers placed, all its missing a few stickers, whatever the fuck. Yeah. This one had everything. It never. It was the seal was never broken. Mm. Like it's hard so, to fucking you know what I mean. Like and yeah. I get that. It's one of those things where like, well, I don't know if I want to sell it now. So the speaking of the eighties, man, the eighties, late eighties, early nineties was a great time for. Choice. I was. At the prime spot mm-hmm. for all these things to happen mm-hmm. in the early '80s, uh, the one thing that Ronald, the one good thing that Ronald Reagan did mm-hmm. was he he made it okay for companies 
to basically make 30 minute commercials geared mm-hmm. towards kids. Okay. And that and was that Saturday morning door. cartoon. And that opened the door for because before Saturday morning cartoons were like Scooby Doo and the Smurfs and you know, like mm-hmm. just cartoon cartoons, you know? Yeah, yeah. In the eighties, Saturday morning cartoons were He Man, G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe, Ninja Turtles. Thundercats. Thundercats. No, Ninja Turtles came later. Transformers, mm-hmm. you know? Like the big brands whose main goal was to sell kids toys. You know what was so funny is when I, when I realized, I was maybe like 19 or 20 when I realized that that's all Saturday morning cartoons were, were a giant commercial for toys. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's that's a little heartbreaking to learn. And then it was like, oh, but it worked. It worked. <laughs> and we grew an emotional attachment to them. And me, like like my cartoon growing up was Transformers, right? Like I love Transformers and I still collect them. I still I'm still in the uh in the fandom mm-hmm. and I own all uh, all the episodes of the original series on DVD. And I'll tell you one thing, man. They do not hold up. No. They are not good at all. They're no, not hell no. They don't hold up at all. No. But to my 5-year-old, 4-year-old mind, mm-hmm. this was the greatest thing to ever happen in the history of television. So even like the other day, and I don't know why, they uploaded like the first five episodes of the Ninja Turtles cartoon and like the first five episodes oh, yeah. of the Ghostbusters cartoon on YouTube. And yeah. I wa- and I watched some of them. And it's one of those things that like, it, it, I was like, man, they really knew how to just reach out and grab you because the intro was always animated by like top notch animators yeah like yeah top of the line animators and not the transformers. show <laughs> yeah and, and the show not transformers. No, the, no the intro was for transformers nope it, it was terrible said. man yeah. not compared to the thundercats compared to gi joe compared to you, you to know what it is though what it is yeah. though is i'm remembering the transformers theme song and just how hype yeah. it would make me on saturday morning talking like, about the movie yeah 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 like <clears throat> it's it's fucking it's it's really difficult to not like recall how good those theme songs were because the job was to grab your attention as soon as possible Mm -hmm. so they hit you with animation that like you would never see in the show like the the rest of the show is not going to look anywhere close to this good thundercats dude thundercats had the coolest intro ever dude the music was awesome the intro was awesome like the animation and then you get into the show itself and it's like it's it's so (laughs) still and dull i know (laughs) At least, like, see, I was, when I was watching Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters, I was like, at least this cartoon, these cartoons are still exciting. Like, they're still animated yeah. very well. They're still very fun. They don't compare to their intros, but yeah. like, no Saturday morning cartoon did. Like, yeah. no Saturday morning cartoon ever compared to its introduction because its job was to grab you and sell you a toy. And so, like, holy shit, did it work? <laughs> so I want to uh, I want to start off with uh, you had mentioned the real Ghostbusters, okay. Mm-hmm. So there weren't Ghostbusters was a surprise hit. Yeah. Surprise hit. And they never made toys of it, but they made an animated series of it. And they made toys based on the animated series, Mm -hmm. which I had. And they, the, the, I think the reason why it was so cool was because the animated series allowed it to have this variety in action figures. Like, 
You had like ten different versions of the Ghostbusters. You had ten like different colored suits. Ten different colored suits. You had all these different types of ghosts with all these different mm-hmm. action figures that never showed up in the movie. The yeah. only the only uh, character that went from the movie to the cartoon show was Slimer. Yeah, and they didn't even call him Slimer in the movie. They called his name was Onion Head. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's so mm-hmm. weird about that is like, I can remember being a kid because I was born in '85. Mm-hmm. So I was born right after <laughs> Ghostbusters came out. Yeah. So my first knowledge of the Ghostbusters was the Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. And I remember thinking this is like the- they made a movie of this? <laughs> yeah. My mom was the one who was like, like, have I shown you the movie? And I'm like, what movie? And it's like the Ghostbusters movie. I'm like, there's a fucking Ghostbusters movie? Like, yeah. why the fuck are we sitting here talking to each other? And I remember her renting the movie. And Video Plus used to be another video store, and I can't remember what it was called. She would rent from this video store, and they would have the picture, the actual poster on the cover. Yeah. And I remember looking at the poster, and I immediately got mad because Winston wasn't on it. And yeah. I was like, I already don't like that Winston's not part. Where's Winston? Like, where is Winston? And my mom's yeah. like, he's, he's, he's in the movie. And I'm like, he fucking better be. Like, and he just, shows up thirty minutes thirty minutes in. I was yeah, through the I, movie. I remember the, the 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 poster already upset me because I was like, this is wrong. Everything's yeah. wrong. There's no Winston. It's already wrong. And then like you see that intro, like just with the things moving on the shelves and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, like I'm interested. And they showed up, and they weren't wearing their gear. Yeah. And I was like, I hate this movie. Like, I already hate it. Like, I can remember being really upset as a kid. Like, why aren't they in their fucking gear? You know, and like, man. I was a little more forgive, forgiving because, like you, I knew Ghostbusters from the cartoon first. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember when the first time I watched them, I remember because I, I rented Ghostbusters and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Nice. Okay. That's and that was, that was my weekend in like 1988, 87, 88, something like that. Yeah. And I rented both those movies. And watching the Ghostbusters movie, like the 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 first part freaked the ever loving hell out of me, dude. I got scared, dude. But I kept watching. I kept watching because I like being scared. Mm-hmm. But anyway, when when uh, Egon took out the PKA meter, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is it. Like this, yeah. if the cartoon was put into real life, this is the way it would look. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> expecting all colorful or whatever. Like my my expectations were here. This is more realistic, and and this is better. So they're like that. That was my reaction to it. It does. It does grab you really fast because it uses the same theme song. Yeah. Like Bill Murray's just well. I mean, it's, it's fucking Ghostbusters, guys. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. It, it, uh, it's it's made for fucking like Ghostbusters was a horror movie for cool kids, man. Yeah. You know, Peter Venkman in the cartoon was was more of a like a prankster Joker kind of guy. Like you know. Yeah. He was full of himself, but he didn't have the charm or whatever. But. Bill Murray had all the charm, dude. Like, yeah. all of it, dude. You know? I will always, always, always appreciate... Sorry, I'm eating lunch. Mm. Um, I will always appreciate Rick and Morty mm-hmm. for pointing out the fact that Lorenzo Music was the voice of Bankman and Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> and then Bill Murray played both Bankman and Garfield later Garfield. on. Yeah. And I was like, that's so fucking funny. Like, because I caught that, like, when they made the movie. I was like, how weird that they would get Bill Murray to voice to voice. I always, I always figured that's that's why, you know. Yeah, I was like, is this some sort of joke? 
And it was one of those things where I think you were literally the only person to appreciate the irony in that. Yeah. And, and like, I always appreciate fucking that episode of Rick and Morty for pointing that out. I was like, okay, I'm not doing, like, I'm not the only one who fucking <laughs> caught wind of yeah. that fact. Yeah. Like, did you know that Arsenio Hall voiced Winston? No shit. I didn't yeah. know that. Arsenio Hall. And uh, um, Maurice LaMarche voiced um, Egon. Maurice LaMarche. It sounds like him. Yeah, he did the voice of uh, uh, the brain from Picking the Brain. Yeah. <laughs> like I always, I always heard Egon in Brain's voice. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but it, 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 was, it was such great, great casting. And, and the cartoon show is one of the few of the 80s that still holds up, by the way. It does. I've been, that, I, that Boogeyman episode still gets to me. I've been looking for this one episode that I feel like I'm the only person that ever saw it. You might you might remember it because I've never I've never asked you about this one. It was one where Winston was playing baseball with ghosts. Uh-huh. And they end up I think it's back in time at this castle called Castle Till Darby. You remember that? I th- I think I remember an episode where they're playing baseball with girls. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and they end up. And then like Slimer, Slimer is like a like a pitcher or a catcher. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the pitcher. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, no, there's <laughs> there's a pitcher later on, but like Slimer's playing baseball. I remember that. I remember. Is there a scene where 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 Vangman catches the ball and it's all full of slime? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think I remember that one. <laughs> I've been looking for that episode because I can remember that one being one of my favorites when I was a kid, and I don't remember specifically why. Well, ninety-five percent of them are on YouTube right now. So, are they really? Oh yeah, you just gotta look for them. I didn't know they were all on YouTube. Yeah, like, but they, <clears throat> they had, and it was so weird because like the Ghostbusters toys, and I had them. I had so fucking many of them. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't like I couldn't even begin to tell you how many I had. I had them. I had the, the Ghostbusters fire station. Mm-hmm. Like, I had all that crap. I had the Ecto one. Excuse me, my my parents were um I I fucking my my mom has probably sold thousands of dollars <laughs> yeah. on my toys because my mom had this thing and it's one of those things where like I still like boy if I could call her and get mad at her about it now I would but uh because <laughs> I I had I'd done it before. Yeah. Like mom had this thing like, well you're not playing with it, I'm gonna sell it. Yeah. And like she was right because she was like, I bought it anyway. You're not using it. And I'm like, that's not the fucking point. But, like, but you she know, would, she would yard sale my shit all the time. Like all the kids in the neighborhood had all my old toys. <laughs> so and my funny. mom would hawk them. They used to piss me off. Like, so, and it was one of those things she would do when I wasn't home. So in her defense, mm-hmm. I will come to her defense on, on this on this thing. As a parent mm-hmm. of two young children. Yeah. Getting rid of toys mm-hmm. is something it's, it, that it's easier than you think. <laughs> it's so like refreshing because they get so many toys from their birthdays and Christmases. Yeah. And their attention span is this big mm-hmm. when it comes to, to toys and stuff, you know? So when they when they finish playing with a toy, mm-hmm. it's like they never even think about never it. Touch it again, yeah. They I'm never like, think about it again. You know, and that was because if she kept all the toys, there'd be no room in the fucking house. True. And like, it's true. My attention span would fucking shift from one to the other. Like super fast. I would forget stuff because I would get toys every week. Like my mom 
and my grandma would go to the mall every week, every Saturday. I would stay home with my dad and like they would come home and like if if I was <clears throat> I figured out the formula. I would stay with my dad and my mom would call my gra- my grandparents house to see what my grandpa if my grandpa was okay if he needed anything mm-hmm. and then he would she would call home to see if we needed anything. So I had real I got wind of the fact that they would call and then they wouldn't show up for another like 2 or 3 hours. <laughs> and I figured it out. If I was at my grandma's house, my grandma would buy me something too. So yeah. like <laughs> on Saturdays after a while, I would just like, what time is it? Like my dad would be like, it's like noon. Like I got to go. And <laughs> I would run to grow. <laughs> I figured out the formula. Cause mom would always stop at grandma's house. When she got home, like she would always stop there. Cause she'd drop grandma off and she'd come home. So like, I'd get my toy at home or I'd get my toy at grandma's. And like, I'd just haul ass to my grandparents' house and I'd always get fucking, like, my mom would call, like, hey, you're at grandma's house? Like, yeah. And my grandma would like, oh, let me get him something. And they'd go to, they'd go to KB together. Like, that was always the last stop of the day was KB Toys. And then, what does he like? And my mom would like, he's pick something. Like, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't fucking care. And like, it would buy me stuff all the fucking time. I remember when the when Kenner came out with the holy shit Batman line. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude! Like there weren't enough five dollar bills in the world. Every goddamn week, they were Mc, Kenner was worse than McFarlane. Okay, bad. so so let's get into that right now, man. Let's get into uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna do some some more uh, um eighty stuff right now, but let's get into the Batman thing real quick because that is what. Op- like awakened my my nerdness you know that that awakened my 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 love for collecting and toys and and pop culture in general mm-hmm. 1989 dude the magical year that was mm-hmm. batman ghostbusters 2 indiana yeah, jones and the last crusade uhf like <laughs> uhf <laughs> you're so stupid <laughs> but so no my eyes but <laughs> Greatest joke in cinema history, by the way. Greatest joke ever, dude. <laughs> yeah, surprise. surprise. Joke ever. Like, I know that if, if you're fucking, if you were born in 2000 anything, you will not find it funny. I assure yeah. you, you won't. But like, as jackasses like us that were born in the 80s, holy shit. That was a good joke. It's it was still the best smart. joke ever. It still makes me laugh. But anyway, uh, Batman 1989, dude. Kenner got the rights to make batman toys mm-hmm. uh and no not kenner toy biz toy biz toy biz toy biz was first okay so toy biz came out with a line that was let's say heavily inspired by the kenner superpower line mm-hmm. the figures were a little bigger and they they had a different gimmicks but they came out with like and and what happened with with uh with star wars they mm-hmm. underestimated the market Okay, yep. I still have mine. Yeah, okay, from 1989, I still have my Batman, my uh, superpowers Batman, which came with a uh, with uh, a grapple gun and a batarang, and the the string came out of his belt like this. Yeah, hell yeah. So my favorite yo yo. <laughs> <laughs> so they that was a huge phenomenon, man. Batman was everywhere, dude, everywhere. And the toys based on the movie were very, very limited. Yeah. Okay. 
not so much in the sequels, but the fact that they were able to make a billion dollars off of that line mm-hmm. from basically just four figures. Mm-hmm. Because they have Batman, Joker. No, it was Batman, Joker, and Bob, right? That's it. Yeah, there was, there was only three. Yeah, yeah. only three. And they were able to make a huge killing, mm-hmm. you know, from that. And that was that was really the only movie that was being marketed like that with toys. Mm-hmm. After that, I think that's really when they realized that they could market because Batman wasn't a quote unquote kids movie. Right, it right. Wasn't. It was aimed more towards teenagers and adults. Hey, we can market our movies to kids. Mm-hmm. You know? So that opened up a big big floodgate. And Kenner, with all their ge- all the genius that they had, Kenner mm-hmm. came through with quite possibly the greatest stretch of various toy lines that has ever been done. Mm-hmm. I, I'll I'll tell you, man. Like I can remember, um, I want to say it was probably Christmas of '89. Like, like I, I can I can really remember, like the the Batmania has never subsided in me. Yeah, clearly, like never. I am literally as we speak right now. Like, and ask my poor wife, who's been a victim of like, have they shipped it yet? Like, <laughs> I am currently awaiting. The McFarlane nineteen eighty nine Michael Keaton Batman mm-hmm. with the Batmobile. This fucking stupid Batmobile is two feet big, which I tried getting and I couldn't get in on it. <clears throat> it sold out so quickly. It sold out absurdly fast. Like we woke up, like like maybe thirty minutes before it went on sale, and I we missed it. Like we fucking clicked by and like nope, they're gone. And then, like, I think it was half an hour later, he was like, okay, we're putting more on the website. And we got lucky and scored one of those. And even then, those disappeared in a minute, too. Like, it, it's it's so ridiculous that I'm fucking, I'm 38 years old, man. And I'm still, I, as of right now, I am waiting for a Michael Keaton Batman along with his Batmobile. Like, in the mail as we speak. And I can remember Christmas of 89. That is what I got. Mm-hmm. Like, my parents went all out. And they got me the entire, like, Toy Biz series. Batman, Bob, the Joker, the Batmobile, fucking the Batcave. I got all that shit on Christmas morning. And then, like, to top that off, I don't know if it was my mom or if it was my grandma. I can't quite remember. But somebody got me all the superpowers toys. So I I had Green Lantern that came with the ugly metal ring that barely fits your finger and it was heavy and it <laughs> smelled like pennies. Big ugly thing. Uh, it only I had, fit on your pinky. <laughs> yeah, I got the flash. And this was the flash that had the cap gun in his chest. Oh. So, so when you'd move him, it would pop lightning out of his chest, like the little sparks. So cool. I got the Superman. Um, I got the Robin. And then I can't even remember what else there was, man. I just remember like. I got Luther with the the kryptonite ring, who looked like he was doing a fist salute. <laughs> it was weird. Like I had, I got all that shit. Was it Martian Manhunter part of that too? I don't remember if I if I ever had a Martian Manhunter because it was one of those things where like that year, there were so many toys, and the only thing I cared about 
was Batman and the Batmobile. Of course. Like, that was that was the thing that I cared about like the fucking absolute most. And like <clears throat> as soon as I saw the Amazon one, the one that McFarlane made, like I remember telling my wife, I was like, I'm getting it. If I've got to fucking sell limbs, mm. I'm getting that figure. Like I've been sitting here for months with like 85 bucks in my card, just like just take it. <laughs> and like they one, they haven't taken it. It's supposed to arrive tomorrow. Oh, and, snap. And, and like they haven't taken the money yet. But it also says one day delivery. So like I'm guessing they're here somewhere. They'll give you it'll it'll give you a uh, you know an, an, a notice letting you know that they that they charged it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and I haven't I haven't gotten the notice that says they charged it. Yet. So so I'll, I I and I, I don't I don't know what's happening with that. I just know it's still on reserve and it's like it's you still have yeah. it. So I'm just waiting for it at this point. Yeah. But like even like then, that's all I cared about was like that stuff and like Kenner mastered that line. In in ninety two with Batman Returns, cause like, holy shit, they made a Batman for fucking everything, <laughs> every color every, of the rainbow, in every fucking color imaginable, mm-hmm. like dark blue, light blue, orange, yellow, white. It was an electric okay. Batman, a snow Batman, an air Batman, an underwater Batman. Yeah, you know, <laughs> camel. <laughs> camel. Like they, camel he's in, he came in every fucking color and like. Boy, I had no qualms about getting as many as I could. <laughs> and each of them was a different color, came with a different gimmick. You know, it was it was crazy, man. That line was so popular that fucking McFarlane bought it. Yeah. Like McFarlane bought the 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 bucks, the molds, and he's even created and added new molds to it. And he still you can go out to your Walmart right now and you can still buy superpowers toys. Like yeah. the, the superpowers toys that are coming out now, they're a little different because they're a little bigger than the original ones. Are they? Um, yeah, they're different molds. They're different molds. Interesting. Um, yeah, but they they're, look they're, exactly the same. They look exactly the same, which is why I bought them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> see what and I mean? Then, it works. And then, I, and then I I took them out of the package and I'm like, this is a little different. They don't have any of the gimmicks or anything, but uh, nah, they don't have any. My of the wife gimmicks is cool. Like- my wife is cool enough that like she's like, we're gonna we're gonna make the our bathroom a superhero theme and uh, mm. just get a bunch of the superpowers, keep them in package so that we can put them on the wall. So that's pretty, that's, that's pretty gonna, fucking cool. So we're gonna do and and honestly that's really all they're good for. Yeah, and at, saying that at ten bucks a piece. Yeah, and like see that was the thing too. I I have, and you gotta be fucking. We're we're two very lucky guys, dude. That we managed to fucking find wives that are fucking cool with our ridiculous hobby of toy collecting like we're we're very 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 fucking lucky because like i used to date this fucking just piece of garbage human being that would bitch every time i would even look at a toy like it's money you could be spending on me that's what i want to do i want to buy another fucking (laughs) 250 and fifty pair of doc martens that you don't wear you fat asshole like i fucking can't stand that person but anyway it doesn't matter yeah like at one point i wanted to buy the Batman Who Laughs. They made a Batman Who Laughs superpower figure. And, like, I was going to buy it. And then, like, my brain was like, I'm just going to remind you. That's how this whole thing started. You just <laughs> yeah. wanted a Batman Who Laughs. You wanted and, one McFarlane figure. Yeah. And like, and now you're, like, 80 figures deep in that fucking line. So, like, I'd be real careful about that. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need it. I'm not going to touch it. I don't want it. <laughs> like. Oh, you don't want your Batman bill? Cool. Hey, I, I didn't say. Hey, I didn't say that. 
I didn't say that at all. <laughs> they took the money out. Did they? <laughs> Oh she, bro, she's gonna hit me, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, while you recover, what we're gonna do real, real quick is we're gonna take a real quick break, and then when we come back, we're gonna talk about the toys based on R-rated movies and R-rated properties, Damn, which is some ever. of my favorites. Some of my favorites. Oh yeah. So uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a real quick break, and uh, we'll be right back here on the Movie Know It All podcast on the Know It All Network. We'll be right back. Hey, Know-It-All Ned here. Thanks for tuning in to the Movie Know-It-All podcast, part of the Know-It-All Network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more, all for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you literally can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. horror movie directed by james cameron with all new just bursting action <laughs> dude so i remember i remember uh there's a vivid memory in my head where where we were we were watching tv it was like me and like my parents and my my tia was there my cousins were there we we're all watching tv mm-hmm. and the and the aliens commercial comes on yeah. <clears throat> and my tia was like oh my god are they really marketing this to kids <laughs> oh holy shit oh it gets so much worse than that so <laughs> in case y'all didn't know like the first alien movie was basically like like a, a monster creature slash i guess like like haunted house kind of thing this is why the argument which one is better alien or aliens is a constant even though it's two different styles of film Alien yeah. is a horror movie. Yeah. Aliens is an action movie. An action movie. Yeah. With like all the the testosterone the testosterone you could you can like muster in a single movie. Like yeah. even though even the even the women in that movie were like kick ass muscle bound, you know. <laughs> yeah. The Does anybody ever mistake you for a man? No. Did anybody ever mistake you for one? Like, <laughs> 
the greatest comeback ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. man, like that was that was an R-rated movie, and and Kenner figured out a way to market it because the, I think the secret to the success of these of these uh, toy lines was variety, and the yes. variety came from the different kinds of aliens, which ingeniously it is they the were spice they, of life. They were able to to um, make a variety by by throwing in there or taking advantage of the fact that in the movies, mm-hmm. aliens take uh, take the characteristics of their hosts. Right, right. So you had the mantis alien, you had the the um, the dog the alien. alien, the dog alien. You had all these different types of aliens based on different animals. You know, yeah, which, which was, was certainly really brilliant, cool. brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, and. Another one I wanted to talk about also was, <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, every time I I watched RoboCop was <laughs> on TV, yeah. so it was heavily edited. Not uh, in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched, I love RoboCop, right? So when they came out with the toys, like, of course, I jumped on it, right? And the toys were very cool because they had... Uh, like a like a like a pop caps cap. Yeah. What are they called? Caps. Yeah, the that, uh, the little the yeah the spark caps. Yeah, that you that you would hit <laughs> and they would they would make spark and sparks and and uh, make smoke and they would smell your awesome. To- your toys reeked of of smoke and awesomeness. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> it, it was so fun. It's one of those things where like I'm kind of blown away because I really sat yesterday when you mentioned this to me. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it. I was like, did they make a lot of toys based on R-rated movies? And I was like, bro, you had every RoboCop toy when you were a kid. Like, I had so many RoboCops. I had so many alien figures. I had fucking Terminator figures. Terminator is rated R. Terminator? I I, I understand Terminator, right? Yeah, yeah. Still rated R. It's it's rated R for, for the language. And I don't... Is it really that violent? The second one, uh, compared to the first one, I know, but I was going to say, as compared to the first one, no, because yeah. the, the the toy line came with Judgment Day. Yeah, and like it's 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 a weird thing because I sit and I I fucking like think about that because like I was like nah because like Judgment Day is a safe it's rated R but it's safe to to watch with your kids. Yeah, like even even the Terminator doesn't go around killing people. Yeah, like it's T one thousand that fucking kills people. Yeah, like I remember because like okay I got to tell you. My father-in-law is one of those people, great man. I love being around him. I really do. He doesn't, he, when he watches TV shows, he's like, ah, I don't like that they cuss on TV shows now. He can't stand it. Really? Like, there's, there's no reason to be cussing. Like, unless there's a, a real, like, valid reason to cuss, he doesn't like it. And it's the same thing with violence. Like, it doesn't, you don't need to show everything. It doesn't need to be so graphic. Yeah. So the other day, I was at his house and, like, Everybody went outside. I can't. It was for the dogs. He went outside. I think to puff a cigar, and his wife let the dogs out. And I was sitting there, and I was, and they were like, "Hey!" And they handed me the remote. They like, put on whatever you want. And they had recently put Terminator Two on on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh fuck it! I'm gonna watch Terminator Two. Well, you know, they can change it when I get back. When they get back, just something to watch while I was there." And I put Terminator Two on. <laughs> And like they came in, like everybody came in pretty quickly, and they came in right at the part where he takes the motorcycle. Yeah, and like they were both because they're both 
big action movie like nuts. They love action movies. And um, he goes, you know, I don't ever remember watching this one. I know I watched it. I don't remember anything about it. And like, we're enjoying the movie pretty thoroughly. Mm-hmm. And then and then comes the part where why don't you tell the kid to get rid of that fucking mud? Yeah. And like, they show the fucking knife through that guy's skull. And he's like, oh, why would they even show you that? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's not, uh, no, it's not so bad. And he's like, that's awful. <laughs> like, just, and I'm like, you know something? I was seven years old when I watched the T-1000 stick a knife through some guy's skull. And then he does it again to the security guard. Like, Yeah. I was like, boy, he had a real bad habit of that. Like, just sticking <laughs> knives through people. And I'm like, man. I, and I'm thinking about it like last night. I'm like, boy, I had I had toys. <laughs> I did that with the toys because the T1000 came with knife hands. So I, <laughs> the only T1000 that I had was a bike cop one, mm-hmm. where oh, he I would have. flip, where he would flip, he would flip out um, mm-hmm. the the guns, which is so funny because he can't make guns in the movie. Yeah, but you know this one he can. It's um, a toy. Who cares? I also had the power arm Terminator. That was my ultimate Terminator because he had the half half, half face. face. Yes, yeah. that was a very and cool. His, one. his arm could change. Uh, mine was mine was always the biker one. Yeah, like, that was my favorite one growing up. Like I mm. fucking played that thing until the paint came off of it. <laughs> That's so cool, dude. Yeah, like, man. I'm, and I'm uh, and then uh, let's talk real quick about about like so, some of the other ones, like like Rambo. Had a toy Rambo line. had a toy line. A fucking movie about PTSD. Like, so did that did that toy line come out after part two or was it after yes. part one? No, it was after part two. It was okay. it was it so, was after they went full action movie. So okay, so growing up, I had my cousin had it, but he he passed it along to me when he got too old. It was a Rambo machine gun. Yeah, okay? dude. That I had the machine broke, gun and the knife. <laughs> it broke into different pieces. And like it was, it was, a, it was a machine gun, and it, you could put parts on it to turn into a rocket launcher. And it had lights, and it had sounds, mm-hmm. and like, and it had, emblazoned on the side, it said Rambo. Yeah. So you know, so like growing up, and 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 you know, my my experience of Rambo didn't really come till later because I didn't really watch the movies growing up. But my yeah. experience of Rambo was through like shows like The Muppet Babies. Where he was like uh, ultimate, you know, soldier yeah, yeah. killing machine and stuff. They boy, they and, parodied Rambo a lot in cartoons when we were. Kids. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was it was a big thing, <laughs> which is so and, weird because they're they're really violent fucking movies. We were really desensitized <laughs> as children, dude. Conan the Barbarian, man. Yeah, I had Conan, Conan figures too. Back in the eighties, Conan was supposed to be like the big thing, and Mattel uh, got the license to make Conan. And they chickened out at the last minute because they're like, "No, we can't. We can't market an R-rated movie to eight-year-olds." So they made He-Man. Yeah. So they made He-Man. But like, cut to ten years later. Cut to ten years later. Cut to ten years later. You know, you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger as as a killing machine, and marketing that. You've got these genetically enhanced alien killing machines, 
And, you know, it comes in purple, it comes in black, it comes in red, it comes in, you know, Bro, and look like, at it, I, you push a button and he blows up. There's, there's this joke and it's, it's one of those things where like, as I get older, it becomes less funny when I think about my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, you seen the movie Orgasmo? Oh yeah. Okay. So that <laughs> there's that, that scene where they're doing the, um, the montage of how popular orgasmo is getting yeah and they have the orgasmo action figure and there's a little kid playing with it and he's like oh use my orgasmo ray (laughs) and and i'm like that's so fucking funny like they would never do that and you cut to me being fucking nine years old playing with my conan figures and like conan what is best in life (laughs) like (laughs) to destroy your enemies see them driven before you and to hear the lamentation of their women like, <laughs> like, that's not too much better, is it? Like, oh my god, dude! Like, holy shit, dude! Like <laughs> now, fucking, bro, I can remember. Like, I think, and the ultimate of R-rated toys that you could fucking really buy when I was a kid were fucking Toxic Avenger figures. I was about to bring that up, dude. I was like, about you, to bring Great Minds Thinking Light, dude. Remember so, that shit, Toxic yes. Avenger toys, dude. So. There like was no do not let your children watch toxic avenger like don't so here's the thing here's the thing man ninja turtles was a big thing you know what else is a big thing ninja turtle ripoffs yep. okay so especially um, at my house the toxic avenger was a ultra low budget movie that it's only claimed the fame was its over-the-top violence and cartoonish antics. Yep. Okay? Was not a kid's movie at all. No, it's not. And, <laughs> like... and they went out of their way to make it as violent. And I, I, th- I, think, uh, I think Peter Jackson even came out and said that that was like one of his inspirations. He yeah, wanted to be as right. bloody as the Toxic as, Avenger. As Toxic Avenger. As, as the trauma a... movies. As the trauma movies. Like, you know, if you haven't seen <clears throat> Troma movies, guys, these these are the people that brought you such hits as fucking Tromeo and Juliet, Thanks Killing, like Jesus, fuck all Christ. Mm. If they they don't make, I mean, Lloyd Kaufman is responsible for some of the most horrible movies imaginable. Like they are gory, they are violent, they are full of naked women. They're stupid as hell. They're dumb they as fun. all fuck. They're fun. They're but they're dumb, dumb as all fuck, and they are not. I repeat, so, not meant for toys, not for so children. Was it, so was it Playmates? Playmates. They came out. Yep. They came out with not the Toxic Avengers line because that's different. They came yeah. out with the Toxic Crusaders. The Toxic Crusaders. Yes. They had a cartoon show. Yep. And imagine Toxie, that. <laughs> and Toxie wasn't in the movie. It was. It was just Toxie who was the hero, right? Right. Just Toxic Avengers. And. And uh, in this movie, in this cartoon, in this toy line, they turned him into a bright green uh, superhero who was, you know, very naive, very like, you know, up, you know, upbeat and cheery and everything. And and he had all his different toxic friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I bought into it, man. I bought yeah. into it. I, I, I got some of them. I uh, they were perfect with them. the Ninja Turtle toys. Yeah, I had all of them, dude. Yeah. Like my my mom let me watch Toxic Avenger as a kid, yeah. Like and like once the toys came out, I was like, need want need. Yeah. It looked nothing like the show, the movies, by the way. No, no, no. Like they were they were based on the cartoon, which is 
such a fucked up movie to make a cartoon about a yeah. Saturday morning cartoon, by the by. But like, I, I, I got to tell you, man, like they, they were able to, to lighten it up enough for that cartoon show to be OK, <laughs> which is so weird because like and I bring it up because a photo recently came out of Peter Dinklage. As the new Toxic mm, Avenger. Yes, yes. Which I'm super excited about because, like, it's still a trauma film. It's still supposed to be insanely violent. Mm-hmm. Like, from what I understand, they want they want to put it on streaming with the tagline, too violent for theaters. And That's I'm genius. Like, That's yeah, genius. Yeah, and I'm like, do it. Yes. Because I'm good. I like you, like, you had me at Peter Dinklage. Yeah. And I'm like, he's the Toxic Avenger. Like, he, one, he's too good. For this fucking movie. Oh, like, yeah. I don't care what you're doing. He's I'll, too good for this movie. I will like, say this. I will say this, though. The guy that they got, and, and I forgive me for not knowing his name, the guy that they got to play the nerd in the original yeah. Toxic Crusader, uh, Toxic Avenger movie, yeah. before he got turned into Toxie. Yeah. Like, bravo, man. Yeah. Bravo. <laughs> bravo for playing like, the part to perfection. Yeah. And I'm fucking, I'm super psyched for it. And it's one of yeah. those things where, like, I even, like, told myself, I was like, bro, I can't wait for them to release a Peter Dinklage yeah. action figure. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I will be, I will be there. You have my money. You know, like, I NECA. want it. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Like, you should see my walls, dude. They're covered in NECAs. Let me put it to you this way, dude. Let me put it to you guys this way. The original Toxic Avenger movie has a scene where they run over a kid's head and they laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's It's not a... It's not a child-friendly movie. Not a teenager. Uh, not a young yeah. adult. A kid. a kid. It's a small kid. And, and they like, run it, over it, his head and they show it. I uh, mean, poorly done, you know, with the you could tell when they switched out the head for the yeah, melon. Of course. It's the but like, <laughs> Yeah. I was like, it's it's the it's the action of what it is you're actually doing. Yeah. So like it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, how do you fucking like even go that far and like that that's that's what i mean when i think about like all this stuff like even um swamp thing like they had swamp thing toys that's a fucking r-rated movie and so like Wes i have directed fucking... directed a swamp thing movie back in the 80s and then like what was it 80 81 81 yeah and and uh like in the late 80s man they there was a resurgence of superheroes directed towards kids and they made a movie called Return of Swamp Thing starring Heather Locklear and and that was my first Swamp Thing movie. That one. No, mine was the first one with, yeah. with Adrian Barbeau's cleavage and Adrian Barbeau. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh my god, Adrian Barbeau, man. She still has it. Hell at, yeah. At 80, 80 some years old. She's, she's still, still amazing. Gorgeous, man. Like yeah, she's dude. still gorgeous. She was Wes Craven's like, wife at the time, right? When they made that movie? I, yeah, I think so. I yeah. think I think they were together. Yeah. Um, but like it, it's it's still like the stuff that they made. I mean, if, if you really look back to the late '80s and early '90s, like man, Freddy Krueger stuff was everywhere. You could buy Freddy Krueger stuff at KB Toys. But did they have like figures, like action figures? Not like an action figure line. But they had like, like masks, they, and they had the gloves, and they, they had, had the shirts, had the doll. They had the pull yeah. string doll. Like you yeah. could find you could find that pull string doll next to Pee Wee Herman and fucking Ernest at KB Toys. <laughs> like I I know yeah. I had all three. Like <clears throat> it, it, you know the that one and fucking um, the one that I go back on and like I kind of laugh at because like you forget it's an R rated movie is Police Academy. 
Mm-hmm, yeah. Like That's Police another Academy. one that was turned into a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. You know? Because and the first two movies were R-rated, weren't they? Yes. Police Academy 1 and 2 were R-rated movies. It's like making toys from Animal House. Like, <laughs> it really yeah. is. Like, it's it's not too fucking far of a step. And, like, you could have made an Animal House Saturday morning cartoon. You really could have. Yeah. Like, it's a bunch of college dudes trying to do throw different types of parties and shit like that. Like it would have lasted four seasons. <laughs> like they had, well, they had an Animal House TV show that only lasted ten episodes. <laughs> see what I mean? But man, I, 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 I recently watched that movie again, Animal House, and good God, is so freaking hilarious. Yeah, hell yeah! Oh Animal my House still God, Animal House that, will hold up forever. That horse scene just, oh, I almost <laughs> threw up. I almost threw up. I was laughing so hard. Anyway, <laughs> so. Let's get to let's get to uh um I mean yeah man Kenner was a king of of these and I remember with every Kenner toy that you got uh you got like this little booklet of like all the yeah. different lines and stuff you know yeah, yeah hell yeah and I I had so many of those I have no idea what happened to them but I wish toys would do that nowadays yeah you know I, I miss when they would do that <clears throat> like when you go to, but that's the thing there's no toy stores anymore man like no. everybody everybody orders their toys like I have a friend who like they collect fucking McFarlane figures too, but like they only collect them in the wild. Like they won't uh, order anything. They only like to like it's the thrill. The thrill of the hunt still exists for them. So then they have and nothing. it's <laughs> no, they, they've got a surprisingly good amount of like of, of yeah. figures and stuff. But they like they go hunting. I I am exhausted of hunting. Uh-huh. Like I'm exhausted of hunting. We have a lot of local comic book shops here, and like I'll go sometimes. And they'll have toys that like you can easily order them on Amazon, and I and again it sucks because like you want to support your friends and local businesses and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but they'll sell McFarland toys for like 35, 40 bucks, and I'm like, why am With- I gonna pay you twice as much? Yeah, like I can't I can't bring myself to do it. I mean, McFarland toys cost between twenty and twenty five dollars depending on if it's like a as a build a figure or something like that. Yeah. But like charging like thirty or thirty five dollars, I can see, um, you know, with the markup and everything. Um, yeah, yeah. That's just the way it is nowadays, man. Like, you know. Yeah. And and I get that. And it's one of those things that if I if I were to walk into that into a comic book store, and they had a toy that I didn't fucking I can't find. Mm-hmm. Amazon doesn't have, and it's 35, 40 bucks. Like, okay, like I'm not gonna find it anywhere else. I'm certainly gonna yeah. buy it here. And if you but buy it like, online, it's gonna be that much at least. Exactly. But like the thing is, is is it's always stuff that's available. Like mm-hmm. you can buy it right now. And like I remember I'm not gonna say what comic book shop it was. They had these figures that I wanted, and they were charging 40 to 45 bucks per figure. And it was a build-a-figure wave. And then I went online to like see how much they were online and they were on sale for like 12 13 bucks yeah and i'm like see can't do that like are you I'm talking not about the dark knight are you talking about the dark knight returns wave because that sounds like the dark knight returns wave <laughs> no it was the last night on earth wave oh okay yeah with the with the build a bit <clears throat> and like that one's not very popular is it no no mm-hmm. and like it, the it, it's because of the um that was mcfarland's very first like big miss uh-huh. Um, the the build a figure is semi impossible to put together, and then when you do put it together, it's, it's it's a mobile. It's a statue. Yeah, it's it's it's, 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 it's a, a it's a bane that the legs don't move forward and back; they only move side to side like this. Right, and like comparing to like 
his first real good build a figure wave, which was the Merciless. Uh-huh. And like I have the Merciless, it holds up. Um, and then like something like Atrocitus, which is base it's it's basically a mega figure. Like, and then that bane. Yeah. Like the I, mega I, figure bane. I ha- I feel bad because I I see a lot of guys on the forums asking, is anybody selling a bane at a decent human price? Yeah. And I, I always tell them the same thing. I was like, a decent human price, a decent person right now is going to sell it to you for double its value. Yeah. Like, they're going to want 80 bucks for it. That's a decent person selling you that figure. Like, because people want 300 for it. Oh, like, yeah, dude. It's so ridiculous. I'm so glad I ordered that one when I did. In package. In package, though. Like, I mean, yeah. even loose, it's like at least 100 bucks that I've seen. Yeah. And, but- it, and it's so weird because, like, I tell people, I'm like, just... Like some things you just have to be patient for. At some mm-hmm. point, McFarlane's gonna release a Nightfall Batman Bane like two pack, and assholes like me are gonna want to buy it because, like, look, this Bane has closed fists. <laughs> yeah, like it's the, the little things like that, and I hate it. I hate, I hate being that guy because mm-hmm. McFarlane knows how to market to those dudes, and it works. So, it, it works on me. It frustrates me. So let's talk about the king of modern. Um, figures when it comes to like marketing uh action figures for r-rated movies uh in my opinion it's NECA oh yeah um absolutely NECA is probably the best I'm gonna get something real quick it's probably the best when it comes to that because they market towards people who were kids growing up in the 80s and 90s -hmm. right in the late 80s early 90s watching these toys come out with their R-rated movies and stuff. Like, this is one of my favorites. It's the NECA Robocop, the reissue, mm-hmm. with the alternate head and the different guns and stuff. Nice. I want to get that and one. The packaging that they have for NECA is built for collectors and stuff. Oh, yeah, you know? man. Like, these are the toys. These are the toys. Dude, freaking Chucky, man. I, perfect. I bought- it's perfect because it resembles the box that was in the movie. Yeah, I and mean, then look. That is so awesome. It's a good guy head with interchangeable Chucky heads. Mm. Like now, I, I, I bought this for my mom for her. I think it was for her birthday a couple years ago. Uh-huh. And it's one of those things where like now that my mom's gone, my my stepdad's like, hey, uh, you want to come get all her horror movie stuff? Because I cannot stand to look at any of it. <laughs> like he hates horror movies like with a passion wow. and my mom had all her horror movie collectibles how did they get along <laughs> it's so it's weird right like because yeah. it was one of those things where like when he'd come inside at the end of the night mom would like wait for him to watch a horror movie and she's like hey like that way you can watch this movie with me and he's like ah, uh, fine mm-hmm. like he didn't like horror movies at all and like little dolls creep him out the most oh yeah little dolls creep him out the most and because when I was a kid, I was mortified. And I mean fucking mortified of Chucky. Like, that's mm. her favorite thing to collect, her Chucky things. So, like, when she, when she passed away, he was like, you want to you wanna take this with you? Because I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm going to put it in a closet somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll take yeah. it. Like, take it all. <laughs> and, like, mm. even Patty, because my, my mom was always like, don't open them. Mom had this thing about don't open them. Leave them closed. She liked them in their packages. So, like, I open my long, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I open my NECAs. I, lo- I yeah. love opening my NECAs. I've got fucking some Evil Dead NECAs. I have Gremlins. I've got I, three Jasons. 
I've got <laughs> Freddy Krueger. We have a ghost face. Um, nice. The Annabelle doll. Like, we have a bunch of stuff. And, like, Patty was, Patty was very adamant about, like, you bought this for your mom. Like, don't open it. Like, mm-hmm. she'd be fucking so mad at you if you opened it. So, like, it is forever sealed in its box. And it will fucking remain that way. Like, as long as I've got it, it stays in its box. Yeah. And that's that's a big thing nowadays. Like, uh, with the collector market the way it is today, which is totally different than when it was when we were kids, oh, man. Oh, man. Way different. <clears throat> like, you, you, can, you can have these perfect, quote-unquote, perfect action figures based on, on movies. Yeah. Like, and... Like I have this one. This was my all-time favorite. Oh yeah, man. Mecca '89, Michael Keaton, Batman. And he's, there he's are some days. Best. And there are some days where I kind of regret taking him out of his packaging because the packaging was one of the big drawing points for it because the packaging yeah. was based around the original '89 Toy Biz uh, Batman packaging. Yeah. But when you open it, it's 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 just it's just a different feeling. Mm-hmm. Than the toys you got when you were a kid, like it's it's you feel like this is the real thing, yeah. And the original was, you know, what it was, which is a toy, yeah. you yeah. know, it's a small little piece of plastic. Like this one, yeah. the NECA one had like such a fucking, like the way they they molded the face, everything is molded to perfection on that toy. Yeah, like I couldn't believe, I found that one at Toys R Us the last year it was open. And I found it the day after Christmas. Yep. Like, I don't know how it survived Christmas. Like, I don't know how it remained in Toys R Us and nobody bought it. Like, yeah. I, pay, I paid $26 for it. And it was so funny because I walked in on the 26 and they were cleaning everything. And I found mm-hmm. it on the floor. Like, it was on the floor. I got there, like, at 930 in the morning because I was just bored and I had money in my pocket. and It was burning a hole. And, like, I went and I saw the Toy Biz colors on the floor and i was like oh that looks like an old toy biz figure and i pick it up and i turn it around and it's just this ultimate batman that i grew up loving wanting never getting that perfect action figure and i remember like it was so hard to not jump in the air and like screech like a fucking lunatic Mm. and it was so fucking funny because i bumped into my old boss there (laughs) and like my dad was like sick and and dying of cancer <laughs> like <laughs> last time i saw him and i'm holding on to this batman toy and i'm so fucking thrilled that i'm walking over to the price check and he stops me and he's like hey man i'm like oh hey how's it going dude like we we like we're good like it wasn't him who fired me we parted on really good terms he was a nice guy yeah. and like he was like hey man how's your dad and like with a big stupid smile on my face oh he died <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, man, I got to check the price on this thing. <laughs> like, get out of my way. And it was so weird because I'm like, I don't know why I'm checking the price. Either I have $300 for it. Yeah, like either it's 300 bucks and I have the exact amount of money for it. Or I'm running out the fucking front door with it. Like, either way, this is coming home. And like, I scanned it. It was like 26 bucks. And I'm like, bro, I almost cried tears of blood. I was so excited. Dude, dude, we we bought we bought I bought mine at that exact same Toys R Us and yeah. similar story, dude. I picked it up off the shelf and I looked at it and I'm looking around like, is somebody fucking with me? Right? Like, is, is this like, like how a joke? Not, how is nobody not fighting me for this? Is this like a joke? 
Like there was nobody else in the aisle. I'm like, is this like a joke or something? Like, did 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 I stumble upon you know something? Like, is this thing gonna explode in my hands? Like, yeah, you know, like is this thing gonna explode in my hands? It really feels like you found a gold bar in a parking lot. And then like, yeah, yeah, and and then you scan the price, and it's like twenty four, twenty five bucks, and it's like, okay, now you're fucking with me, dude. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I fucking I bought it, and then like. I think it was like two or three days later when I was I had to go to work oh. and they they called me in. I just got off my shift and they called me and they were like, hey, like, can you come like work over here? And I'm like, no, like, it's my day off. And they're like, no, like, please, we really need somebody over here. And I'm like, no, it's my day off. And then they were like, look, man, it, it, it's a fucking booth like the place is closed. You just have to turn like maybe two or three trucks away if they show up. Like that's it. Like they've called the truckers. They've already told them they're not supposed to come in today, but they still might show up. And all you got to do is turn them away. Like that's it. And I'm like, how long am I gonna be over there? And then you got it's a ten hour shift. And I'm like, Ugh. and then they go, but we'll give you like New Year's off. And I'm like, ah, oh. yeah, all right, fuck it, whatever. I'll go do it. Mm. So I went and did it. And I'm like, am I gonna be there by myself or do I have a partner? And they're like, no, 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 you're going to be there by yourself. And I'm like, I'm taking Batman with me. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. don't care. Like, I'm going to fucking pose him and take pictures of him all day. There you go. Which is what I did. And that's a legend was born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, man, uh, the entirety of the, of the toy industry, um, I mean, you have your Legos, you have your Barbies, you have your, you know, your, your, your Slinkies, your Play-Dohs. You know, those are all great toys, man. But when it comes to, to stuff based on on movies and, and IP like that, mm -hmm. it's 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 just it just rings different. And for me personally, like it, it just it just uh, uh, solidifies and it and it makes me feel a part of the fandom, you know, right. Like a part yeah. of something when I, when I own when I own a Batman figure or when I like whenever I watch a movie and I like the character, I like I go out and I buy a, a figure of the character, you know. And yeah. and I know that that it, like Saturday morning cartoons and like Transformers and G.I. Joe and He-Man and all that stuff. It started out as a cynical co commercial for kids, but it worked on us, man. And, yeah. it, and it, Hell yeah. it really and it really created a world and it created a, a, a something that a lot of people find joy and solidarity and, you know, just togetherness. In, and I'm, I'm extremely proud to be a part of all this, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, it, it, it's it, it's one of those things where, like I've said, man, you can still, as, as uh, you know, how they say the more things change, the more they stay the same. Like, mm -hmm. really walk down your toy aisle, man. Like, if I were, if I were to walk to the toy aisle right now at, at, like, Walmart, like, the first thing you see are Ninja Turtles toys. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the first yeah. thing you see is Ninja Turtles toys. And, like... Man, there's there's you know Ninja Turtles, and there's your Marvel figures, there's your DC figures, your McFarlane multiverse, um, and then like you got your wrestling figures there too. Like mm -hmm. things don't really change very much when it comes to the stuff that yeah. we really liked as kids. Like kids still like it. Like it's different. Yeah. It's mar it's marketed for them now, mm. but like things are really really like still kind of the same. And even like they they keep the NECA's away from all those toys 
Well, yeah. you can still find NECA's. They're in a completely different section. They're over by the movies and stuff. Like They're that. in a collectibles. Yeah, the collectible area. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, which is fucking. It's still really cool. It's neat to see. Yeah, like it's it's a it's a weird world you live in where you can walk into Walmart with a handful of money and you can buy a Batman, wrestling Spider Man, yeah. like Ninja Turtles, and an Evil Dead Ash figure. So like, so I will say this, man. Um, nowadays. Uh, toys marketed towards kids based on movies, they don't do very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they, they still do well enough to keep, you know, going through it, but they're not, they're not as, as uh, prevalent as when we were kids. We were very lucky in the sense that we came up at the right time where they understood that kids were paying attention to this yeah, but not so much as to where adults were willing to pay top dollar for for that. Right. You know what I mean? And and I think it's like after they got rid of Saturday morning cartoons, like you only have a handful of kids that like toys now. Yeah, like it's a, it, it used to be a thing where we when I when we were growing up, we all liked toys. Everybody yeah. liked toys. Mm-hmm. Like now it's 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 weird. I meet fucking. I have friends who have kids that just like, eh, like they never liked toys. Yeah. Which I've always found super weird. Like, how do you like nothing? Like, nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they need to be they need to be more stimulated than just their imagination nowadays. Like, like, like my my uh, my five year old, she loves watching videos on her tablet and playing Roblox on her tablet. And I have yeah. to tell her, I'm like, Mama, get off your tablet, go and play with your toys. <laughs> <laughs> Weird world. Go man. play with your toys, man. You know, and she's like, "Oh man!" I'm like, no, go play with your toys. <laughs> after two minutes, after two minutes, she's there playing with her toys, using her imagination. You know, and like an hour later, she's she realizes that she hasn't been on her tablet. You yeah. know, so it's still yeah. possible to get lost in that imagination thing, but it's harder because there's so much more stuff to stimulate them. Yeah, and in our day, there wasn't that much. TV yeah, video games. That's it. <laughs> and we're going through that with 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 her girls and my stepkids. Mm-hmm. Like, the oldest one is she's going to be twelve in December, and like, she's already at a point where she has her tablet, she has her cell phone. She just started uh, sixth grade, and like, all she wants to do is is use her tablet and talk on the phone with her friends. Mm-hmm. And her little sister is nine. Like she'll be ten in in uh, in June, and like she still wants to play with toys, and like you know tells her like, hey, like you want to come play with me? And she's like, no, I'm on the phone. Mm. Like I'm using my tablet, and like sometimes the little one gets that way too. Like yesterday, Patty called her just to check on her, and like she answers the phone like this. She goes, what? She picks up her cell phone. What? Patty's like, what do you mean what? She's like, I'm I'm watching YouTube. Like, and? And, like, Patty was really like, that's fine. Like, watch your YouTube. I'll call you later. And, like, <laughs> I, and I, can, I can remember fucking, like, answering my mom that way. Like, what? What do you mean, what? Like, woofale. Now you're going to be on the phone for an hour. <laughs> like, like, now I'm not going to let you go at all. Mom used to have this really bad habit of when she could tell when I wanted to get off the phone. And she would just go and go. And go. Like the other day, I saw a rock. <laughs> She's like, I don't know sometimes. Yeah, just talking about nothing. And I'm like, dude, like my fucking eyeballs are on fire. I need to watch whatever I was watching. Like, 
it's so weird. And, and like they had when I met them, dude, they had they still do. Like cause like unlike my mom, like they keep everything. Like everything. Mm. They don't have garage sales and sell all this shit. So they have every fucking toy they've ever touched. And like they moved to another house and like they took like we took it as an opportunity to just put everything in a storage room. Like, and they don't notice, they don't care. Like they've got like ridiculous toys, but they used to have their own like loft at the old house. Like there was like yeah. a, a, a living room loft upstairs. It was yeah. just toys. Like wow. it's all it was, nothing else, just toys. And like now we just put everything in storage rooms and they don't notice. Like they don't, yeah. like, yeah. like wow. it, it's, it's just such a weird fucking like world we live in man and like i look for i am I'm, I'm blown away and it was something that you pointed out to me a while back because i remember saying like if they'd have made toys like this when i was a kid i wouldn't feel the need to collect them as an adult yeah and you said the reason is because the people who are our age are the ones making the toys now yep. and they're making toys the way we wanted them to be when we were kids exactly and like that and it's one of those things where like you have to have at least you have to have twenty bucks to get mm -hmm. your fucking toy. Yeah. Like now it's it's twenty bucks, and even now McFarlane came up with another stupid game that he's playing, where they're called like deluxe figures, where there's mm -hmm. nothing different. There's they're not built any better. Like it comes with a stand for your card. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and, and it's an extra ten fucking dollars. I saw that Alan Scott Green Lantern. Yeah, and I kind of want it because it glows in the dark. <laughs> and like, so they fucking <laughs> they put out the I finally fucking uh, uh, Sinestro. Uh, like, there's finally a Sinestro figure, and I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna look so good with my Atrocitus and my Hal Jordan and my John Stewart, and it's thirty dollars because it comes with a stand for the card. Worth it. And, I, it. and, I'm, gonna gonna it. and, I'm, and I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, like that's the problem. The motherfucker knows I'm gonna buy it. And what does he do when when he uh, when they finally release a Dick Grayson Robin? They oh, he fucking he shortchanges everybody. Oh, and you can enter this lottery to win a chance to possibly buy it. <laughs> he he is the man. Like, talk about a guy who understands <laughs> toy collectors. And like, before we fucking end this, I do want to talk a, a minute about Todd McFarlane, because <laughs> like. I, I I love love Todd McFarlane. I really do. Like Todd, I, I can remember my mom bought me my very first spawn action figure. And the reason she bought it was because it looked cool. Yeah. Only reason. I'd never heard of Spawn. Never heard of him. And they had him at Walmart. And here was the cool thing about never hearing about Spawn. Never heard of him? Guess what? This action figure for just one dollar more than your normal five dollar figures. This one's five ninety nine. Comes with a comic book, and it mm. tells you all about this character that you've never heard of that you think looks really cool. And like this was in the regular ass toy section. Yep. And I crack open this comic and read the story about a guy, a mercenary who was killed and went to hell and came back as this antihero. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> I'm fucking sold. This was in fucking 1995. That motherfucker 
has not left your toy aisle since. Like he may have stopped selling Spawn, but he has never stopped selling you figures. Yep. Like for a while, there, there was no Spawn toys out there, but there was his stupid military line. Every sports toy you have seen. The movie Maniacs. Fucking, the movie Maniacs. Every fucking hockey figure, football figure, baseball figure that you've seen in the toy section. That was McFarlane. Yep. Like McFarlane, I think McFarlane, I think was the first one to take uh, action figures based on movies seriously. Yeah, and make them as close to the. Because I remember when uh, Maniacs, man. I I remember when uh, uh, the Matrix came out, mm-hmm. and he had he had those, those Matrix figures. Yeah, and those were a big those were a big deal because they looked exactly like the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's where NECA comes in. NECA came in the same thing. They made statues. NECA, you know? NECA perfected it. And then yep. they, they made full-fledged, yep. fully posable figures. And that's where they fucking perfected their lines, man. And, like, even then, like, even now, Todd McFarlane is still really bitter about NECA. Like, he's still a very bitter person about the NECA line. Because he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I did it first. Like, yeah, but you made statues, fucko. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry. Like... If I had a choice between fully posable figures and statues, I will always take fully posable figures. Yep. Full, like fucking statue figures are the same as figures that had like karate chop action and shit. Like, don't play with my yeah. toy for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't play with my toy for me. Like, let me play with my fucking toy the way I see fit. Mm-hmm. Like, don't ever play with my toys for me. I don't. Don't I'm pose them don't and put them on, 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 on the. I'm gonna pose them and put them on my shelf. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. I was like, do not play with my toy for me. Yeah. Like I'll do it my damn self. And like McFarlane, when he fucking, I, I I've been able to fucking quit the the McFarlane race for a long time. It was easy. And then came the goddamn multiverse line. And like I've always been a fan of DC. Everything DC. And but I never bought the toys because I always thought they were garbage. Like I, I just I never liked them. I didn't like the which is the one that you have that's that's painted like the the eighty nine Batman. Uh, I can't I can't remember what they were called. Like they were the DC Direct. Thank you, DC Direct. I've never liked the way those look. Like mm-hmm. I like them, but like they they were just built so stocky. And like, the proportions so like, were very, very weird. Yeah, and it was one of those things where they were like, make them as quick and as simple as possible, and get them out and vomit them out. And it's like, fine, you know, I understand it's a toy line, because McFarland does the same thing. He makes them quick and he vomits them out. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, like, he puts so much time and effort into perfecting these toys as much as he possibly can. For as much money as they're willing to give him per figure. Mm-hmm. Like, these toys manage to stay at 20 bucks. And, like, they're not $20 toys, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not. Like, I used to fucking... To get perfect-looking figures, I would buy figure arts. And figure arts run anywhere yeah. from fucking 50 to 100 or more. And I fucking hated mm-hmm. that. Because they're so flimsy. They're tiny. And they're so small. And, like, they'll break for any little thing. And, like, I didn't like that. And then came McFarlane. Like, just as posable, just as good of detail, like, stronger reinforced plastic, and, like, for a fucking fraction of the price. Like, I couldn't believe it. I still can't. It's the reason every time I have extra money, I fucking go and buy a McFarlane figure. 
Mm-hmm. Like I used to collect wrestling figures, and then after a while, you notice they only use three bucks. Like it's only three different body types that they use. And like I fucking couldn't stand it. I'm looking at all these figures, and I'm like, they're all the exact same figure with a different head. Like all of them. And like came McFarlane with everything has individual bodies. Like, yeah, they re- he reuses the body for certain figures. Like Superman is reused over and over and over again. I have four yeah. of the same fucking Superman figure just <laughs> a different with a different head sculpt. Like, and I hate it. It was very hard to not buy the Doomsday figure. I wanted Doomsday, but it came with yet another Superman that I had to pay for that I didn't want because I already have it, but I had to buy it. Because I needed the Doomsday figure. Yeah. Like, he reused but, his parts, and he knows what he's doing. It's frustrating. But, I mean, the battle-damaged Superman. Yeah. And it's Which fun. could have been done better. I, I, it it should have been done better. Like, his shirt should have been, like, more ripped. And the battle-damaged battle, the battle Superman is literally infected <laughs> Superman buck. But it's painted on. All the yeah. <laughs> like, I, ha- I have... It's the same cape as infected Superman... Like with the holes and everything in it, it's just it's painted different. And yeah. like I would say, I cannot bring myself to buy yet another Superman figure just to get the Doomsday. And I'm sitting there looking at it, and I'm like, oh yes, I can. And I felt, <laughs> and and I did, and I did. I bought another Superman figure just to get the Doomsday. Like well, it's that, it's, ladies and gentlemen, that that is the the case for modern collecting. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell, in a nutshell, everything. Everything that has to do with with collecting nowadays varies down to the the, the Superman vs. Doomsday, Doomsday Two Pack. <laughs> it's so frustrating because like McFarlane has figured out the variant, and like it's one of those things where like they order ten thousand toys, he paints six thousand of them, and then they only sell five thousand of them. They got a thousand of these left, and then they have four thousand unpainted ones. And they sell those. uh, (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, we'll paint it different and we'll slap a gold label sticker on it and we'll only sell it at Walmart. And there's jackasses jackasses like me, like, why do you guys keep buying up all these figures? I want to buy one too. (laughs) Well, anyway, well, there you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, our our little our little mini deep dive into into move figures based on movies that we love. And it's no better time to be a fan for the, of movies and action figures. So, um, it really is, man. With that said, uh, next week what we're gonna do is we're gonna go back to reviewing movies and talking about movies and stuff. And uh, we're gonna have some awesome stuff coming up because, uh, well, we have a little bit more time now. Now that school started, and you know we'll be able to record more. I know, and, right? Uh, Weird. I know, so cool. Hey, Bob, where can people find our awesome podcast? Oh, you can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold, man. You can find us on Podbean, on freaking Spotify, on Apple Music. You can even find us on what is the name of that damn website that I always forget about? It's Good Pods. <laughs> That's what it's called. Good Welcome Pods. to Good Pods, home of the Good Pods. Can you take your order? Huh? You can find us on Good Pods. I can't believe it took me a lot, that long to get that. <laughs> <laughs> You can even find us at your at, at your local toy aisle, man. We're there. Yeah, man. If you uh, if you see us at uh, Walmart, Target, or or any any of the uh, many comic book shops, uh, say hello, say what's up, tell us you love us, we, tell us. You we literally us. bumped into each other the other day at the toy section. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. And also, uh, come join us at our Patreon. We're at uh, patreon.com slash the know it all network. Uh, drop us a couple of bucks. You know, um, we don't need it, but we would like it so that we can keep this uh, train rolling on smoothly. It's the, same, it's the same thing with action figures, guys. If you've got some old action figures that you want to give us to, we'll take them. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Most definitely, you know. We'll make room. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, with that being said, I'm Will. I'm Bob. And my friends, this is the Movie Know It All podcast here on the Know It All Network. We'll see you all next time. Later. <laughs>